Welcome to today's podcast, Wake Up To Your Wellbeing with Tip The Balance. These podcasts are for everything, everything health and wellbeing. So maybe you're wondering where to look for support on the next stage of your journey. You need to work out what those next steps are, but you just don't know where to start. Well, this series of podcasts showcase the amazing people that I work with as part of Tip The Balance Natural Nutrition and Wellbeing. We're here to help you find the right support for you. So I hope today's podcast really helps. Good morning, everyone. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the concept of feeling shit. What if we didn't have to? What if we... What if we change some of our thought patterns and some of our behaviors so we didn't have to feel guilt? How would that look for you? How would that feel for you? How would that compare to what is going on for you in your life as we hit the 1st of July? So what, what made me think of this? Well, a number of things really. Um, We've had a fabulous weekend here. Um, it was a weekend of celebrations. We were finishing a quarter um, and we've worked really hard and we pride ourselves on working really hard. Um, it was a birthday weekend. It was um, an anniversary weekend. It was time together. It was time to chill. It was time to kick back, to celebrate, to enjoy each other's company. Um, and it was it was lovely considering all of the pandemonium that's going on in life at the moment and all of the complications and all of the struggles and the strains that living through a global pandemic is throwing our way on a daily basis it was a lovely weekend because we decided it was going to be whatever you know come what may whatever happens we decided it was going to be a lovely weekend and that was where the idea really kind of started in my mind about the impact of the decisions that we make, the conscious decisions, the, the choices that we make. And I don't necessarily mean just in our doing, but in our attitude as well, in, in the way that we are going to feel about something, the ways that we are going to behave. Because we know that our feelings and our emotions influence our behaviours and our influence and our behaviours influence the outcomes and the results that we're going to get. It all kind of comes back to our thinking. But, but sometimes we, we focus on that being about what we're going to do and not necessarily about how we're going to feel about it, what we're going to think about it. And obviously that will impact what we do. But yeah, it really got it really got me thinking. And then uh, yesterday morning, kind of back to normal life. Well, not quite yesterday morning, I suppose. Yeah, yesterday morning, I thought, right, it's been a little bit of a weekend of eating and drinking and the like. I'm going to jump on the scales and just check how far, how far off um, I, I have gone this weekend. Um, and I was horrified, absolutely horrified. And I know that part of that for me is when I eat things I don't normally eat, my system gets inflamed. But I was really shocked. And I had that moment of thinking, I can't do this anymore can't keep I can't do this anymore 
and this voice entered my head <laughs> and I don't know whose voice it was but this little voice entered my head and and it's interesting that often we think those little voices are always against us but this little voice entered my head and thought or you could just think differently about it or you could just thank your body for reminding you that this was a lovely weekend but actually this kind of way of eating doesn't suit you you don't do it very often and this is why so I consciously decided to just be kind to my body yesterday, kind to myself. I'd had my jab the day before, my second jab. And actually it wasn't, um, it wasn't as simple, it wasn't as smooth an experience as the first time. I was very grateful to have not had any reaction the first time particularly. But um, yeah, I felt rough yesterday. And it was an acceptance that my body was going, okay, there's a lot of things just gone on in the last few days that um, don't work for you. <laughs> Cooey, this is, your, uh, this is your reminder. This is your body talking. Um, so I just decided yesterday I was going to be kind to myself. And this has been um, going over in my brain, really, the last 24 hours or so. And I've had a number of conversations with clients about this over the last few weeks. And I think we're living in a time where everything feels very drawn out, almost in slow motion. And we really want to get back to things being normal, whatever that is now. But that includes our health. We want to get it back to normal, right? Come on, hurry up. And we've got used to being, before, before pandemic, before COVID, BC, um, we've got used to a life where we have things on demand, don't we? We can get something. We want something, we get it. You know, we can, we can jump on Amazon at 11 o'clock at night and have something delivered by 8 o'clock the next morning. I mean, that's a bit mad. But we've got used to that instant lifestyle. And I know I've mentioned this in podcasts before, but we just get used to, I want it now. You know, and generations of children are growing up with a very different attitude to that kind of patience or lack of it too. So it really got me thinking about how we can really beat ourselves up, how we can be making ourselves feel shit and like a failure for all sorts of things in life. I'm not just talking about your health, but, you know, losing weight is a classic example of it. Um, building your fitness is another classic example of it. Building your income is another example of it. Building a business is another example. All of these things take time. They take patience. But we're still fighting against this. Oh, do you know what? What's the point? It's just not happening. It's just not happening. And then we feel cross. We feel frustrated. We feel guilty. We've failed. Nice one. There's something else you haven't done right. Wow, those voices are really helping, aren't they? So it kind of really got me thinking along this spiral of, you know, what if we didn't have to feel guilty anymore? What if we didn't have to keep making ourselves feel shit like this? What if we didn't step onto the scales on a Monday morning and think, oh, for God's sake, like now I'm back to square one or now I'm back to square minus two. What if we didn't have to feel that? And sometimes that comes from what if we hadn't given up on ourselves in the first place? You know, maybe we wouldn't feel guilty when we stepped on the scales if we hadn't just thought, ah, oh, you know what, sod it. Can't be asked today. And it's interesting because I know that there were going to be some, you know, my, my time as a Slimming World consultant also sort of reminds me of this, those moments on, on a Tuesday morning when either standing at the scales with someone or in image therapy, someone going, but I have been good this week. It's so unfair. I don't even know why I bother. Because we get angry and we get frustrated and it's understandable. But have you got 
the stickability what if you found that staying power what if you found that patience because what's to say what you do this week in your health in your life in your business what's going to say that's going to pay off by friday what's going what's to say that's going to pay off by monday bugger all certainly in terms of losing weight your biochemistry is different to mine my biochemistry is different to my partner's you know, and that's not just a male female thing that's you know the biochemistry of one woman can can be completely different to another it could be hormonal it could be an age thing you know genetic all sorts of things so many things influence the way that our metabolism and our body works so what's to say that what i do this week is going to pay off when i step on the scales next week you know it was, it was a classic having two three four people join a slimming group together and in the first week, one of them bumps off seven pounds and another one bumps off one and a half and they're devastated. But I've been just as good. I ate the same kind of things. I followed the same kind of plan. I even followed the plan out of the magazine just like she did. She's lost seven pounds and I've lost one and a half. And I don't think she's necessarily tried harder. And it's even worse when that person that bumped off seven hasn't tried particularly hard. They've bumped off seven pounds and you've slugged your guts out for one and a half. But what if you didn't give up at that point? What if you bagged that one and a half? Thank you for that. I feel I deserve more, but thank you for that anyway. I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna build on that. What if we had that kind of patience with ourselves? What if somebody said to you at the start of your journey, do you know what? It might take three, four, five, maybe even six weeks for your body to kick in and go, okay, okay, I understand now. This is a different way of eating, but I'm still getting what I need. I'm still getting enough calories. I'm, I'm good to go with this. Okay, let right, come on, let's do this. Would it be worth waiting that time if then thereafter your, your weight was on a downward trajectory? Would you persevere through your HIIT workouts if you were literally vomiting, almost vomiting, in the first few times that you did it and you could only do one more push-up the next time you did it? And then the time after that, your arms wouldn't hold and you couldn't even do that. Could you find the patience to persevere because in three weeks' time, you've done four more mountain climbers? In five weeks' time, oh my God, that nearly looked like a burpee. Whew pull your boots what if you hadn't given up what if you had found that patience and all of that harks back to what if you had realistic expectations in the first place because we want to see results straight away because that's what we've got used to we are not giving ourselves the chance we are not giving our bodies the chance to look at what's going on adjust and start to move and work with us so if somebody said to you when you started out on a fitness journey, if someone said to you when you started out on a weight loss journey, if someone said to you when you came to them and said, listen, I have the most horrific IBS and, you know, I, I, I can't wake up feeling like it's another night. I can't have this have such an impact on my life. If someone said to you straight away, OK, well, listen, it's going to be five, six weeks before we see any real change. But are you willing to work with me for that period of time? What if someone said that to you? Would you have a different attitude to it now? Would you be more patient with yourself? Would you have more realistic expectations? You know, what if you worked out what was possible for you, not just in terms of your, your achievements, but what was actually going to work with you and your life? What if you sat down and actually worked out, when can I do this? When can I plan my meals? When can I put my workouts in? When can I shop for the right ingredients? When can I get to this particular store? Because they have a really great range of dairy-free or gluten-free things, which is what my tummy needs to keep it happy. 
And sometimes that means what if you had to put yourself first? And this is often when we've got to change something in life where so many people fall down. And they don't fall down because they can't put, put, put themselves first. They fall down because they use that as their safety blanket. Or oh, I can't, you see, because I've got to get the kids to school. I can't do that workout. I can't go on a run because I've got to make sure the kids are up and having breakfast. Yes, yeah, some adjustments need to be made. Okay, get the kids to school. Could you run then from the school gate? You know, I've got to walk the dog. I haven't got time to walk the dog twice a day and go for a run. Okay, well, how would your dog feel about running? Could you manage to master it together? Have a bit of fun while you're doing that? Trying not to fall over the dog if it's anything like mine. You know, what if we, what if we did put ourselves first? What if we worked out what was possible? And what if that meant we didn't have to give up on ourselves and feel shit and feel guilty? You know, if you're trying to lose weight, what if we got comfortable being that little bit selfish? You know, selfish is a word that has such negative connotations, but it's about putting yourself first. We all hear about topping up your own cup, don't we, before you top up the cups of other people. And we get it. We just don't necessarily do it. What if we actually started looking after ourselves? Would that stop us giving up on ourselves? So stop us feeling like shit because we feel guilty because we failed. You know, it's the 1st of July. What if you manage to lose four pounds by the end of July? Are you going to be like, well, that's shit. That's not, that's not enough. According to whom? According to what? You know, what if that was eight pounds by the end of August? That's half a stone by the end of the summer holiday, by the time you walk back into that playground at the first, first week of September. And you're going to look a gift horse in the mouth and say, no, it's all right, I'm not bothered about that. Or you're going to be like, actually... Okay, well, maybe I'd like a bit more, but even if I lost half a stone, I know I'd feel better. You know, by mid-September, that's £10. That's a dress size. You know, what if you carried on at that rate and that compounded to £28 by New Year? That's two stone, oh my God. But for so many people, that's not quick enough. Come on, come on, come on, it needs to be faster than that. Why? Why does it need to be faster than that? How could you adjust your expectations? What if those expectations of yourself were grounded in patience, in kindness, in accepting that it didn't take you 14 weeks to put on 14 pounds? You know, we've been in lockdown for how long? And some people are saying, oh my God, I've put on two stone. Yeah, that's actually, that's kind of average for lockdown. Lots and lots of people have. Lots and lots of people have put on about stone and a half average, I think. You know, their fitness has gone out the window because they didn't jump on Joe Wick's PE every morning. You didn't do it. You did okay, you didn't do it. What if you stopped beating yourself up about it? And what if you thought, okay, it's the 1st of July. What if I chose something for me today? What if I asked myself what I could do today to take myself in the right direction so that tomorrow morning, Friday morning, Monday morning, I didn't have to feel shit. I didn't have to feel like I was another week wasted. What if I could be kind to myself and patient with myself, just as I probably am with everybody I care about? You know, what if we stop believing it's too hard? What if we stop believing it's impossible? What if we believed we could? So if, if you have that feeling of guilt, of failure, what if you just did it differently today? What if you thought, you know what? 
however long this takes, I'm going to do this for me. That's my thought for the day.